and comments on the What's Your Opinion show do not necessarily represent those of the management and staff of WTCA. It's the What's Your Opinion show, our daily talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bodorf and Rusty Nixon. got a crowd out front this morning yeah we do whoa that's for, for a monday for and it's a holiday too oh that's right yeah. well they got nothing else to do well so. that's it the banks are all closed i bet it's a bunch of bank people out front oh i'm sure yeah we, I, we I, appeal to that professional intellectual crowd that's yes, that's we our do. big bunch yes we do yeah i tell you what yeah uncle doug <laughs> with me this morning um <laughs> it's a good thing we appeal to somebody <laughs> Yeah, I would uh, I would agree with you there. Uh, <laughs> I would definitely agree with you there. Oh, um, now I I've always thought maybe you you cringe at the the everywhere dirty dirty hair. I imagine that's. Do you wake up in the middle of the night having oh, nightmares no. about oh, that no. or? Nah, nah, nah no. Nah. Oh, I have um, in um, my almost twenty four years, I have seen some hair that you know really needed some work. <laughs> This is kind of like, really? <laughs> When's the last time you saw a shower, dude? <laughs> <laughs> now, have, have you ever had anybody want to, to want dreadlocks? You ever have them going? Oh no, no, no. they don't know. They know better. Yeah, they know better. Yeah, yeah. I always, always thought I'd, I'd look good in dreads. I don't know. I yeah. kept, kept threatening my wife I was going to do that. I had some but. kid come in oh a couple weeks ago now, and he was about. Oh, five, maybe six. I don't know, something like that. And he wanted, he wanted a Nike sign carved into the sides. I go, yeah, I've never done that before. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've done a Nike sign in the back, but I've never done one on the sides. Side. And I said, well, you know, we got to take this pretty short and then whack that sign in there. And I said, you know what? I said, I'm okay doing it on one side. And his parents said, yeah, okay, that's good. Yeah. So. <laughs> But he wanted one on both sides, and I said, I don't know how in the world I'd ever get it even. You know, it's just kind of like. So he wanted to look like a tennis shoe? Is I guess, yeah. That kind of little Nike thingy, you know. Yeah, the, the check mark, you know. I had a kid, the first time I did that, this has been, oh my, this is probably a good 20 years ago. Uh, he he wanted the Nike sign, and I got it carved in there for him. And, and uh he says, can I see it? And I said, sure. So I held up the the mirror so he could see it. And he says, where's the words? Oh, I said, no. kid, you're lucky you got the sign. You're not getting words. I said, we're not going there. Oh, <laughs> it's hard enough for this old guy to do the. I'm going to say, because that's a very special font, too. Oh, it's kind of like yeah. weird. It kind of slants the wrong way and does some weird. Oh, that would yeah. be. Yeah. And I never uh, thought about it, but be. I probably should use the argument that they. 
probably have copyright laws and stuff uh, like that. You know, I was about to ask prohibits you that. me from doing that. You know, I was about to ask you that because it seems like that would be infringing on because you know, I don't know. I've I've known the University of Notre Dame to sue high schools for using Irish as their oh, yeah. uh, mascot name yeah. and dressing like them. So somebody, uh, it's a trademark. Uh, who was it? I can't remember the school. Somebody had, they have these wraps you can put on your car now. Mm -hmm, yeah. Somebody did that with a wrap, and I can't remember if it was Notre Dame or it was some Midwest college, though. Mm -hmm. But he had this really nice wrap. Sure. And it was for that college. Yeah. Well, they had not endorsed that. Yep. Well, had he not gone crazy and put that on social media, he might have got away with it. Yeah. Probably but he put it have. out there for everybody to see, and guess the thing, next thing you know, he's getting a notice from the university. He said, you will take that off, or we will sue you. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's what gets me. It's a bad PR move. I mean, think about it. You mm -hmm. know, Notre Dame suing a high school. What? Have, what oh, yeah. Come what, on. What's going to come from that? But at the same time, if you think about it from their point of view, and I know this is why. It wasn't because mm -hmm. some guy wrapped his car it's because, like, well, if we don't say something about that, somebody's going to be knocking off that logo everywhere. Oh, I mean, yeah. on anything. Yeah, and they'll and make yeah, they'll make money. They'll on make it. a potload of money. On and it. yeah, you know that's that's the thing. What's to stop some guy from making twenty T-shirts and selling mm. them, or what's to oh, stop sure. some guy from doing that for thirty or forty cars and yep. not not telling them about it? I mean, oh, I, yeah. I get it. That trademark is important mm. for your brand, yeah. but. It, Yep. At the same time. Yeah. Uh, well, they've had that a time or two at Blueberry, I think, where somebody's been, oh, yeah. been been in there and they've been selling stuff, and it turned out it didn't have the trademark on it. And and, guess what? But see, that to me, that's a little different because they were selling stuff saying it was this. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't. Oh, yeah. 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 That that's a little you know like stuff when they get people selling whatever whatever the what is the hot designer thing purse thing i don't know one of oh, hot designer purses Gucci's or something like yeah, that. yeah i don't know I, what I don't it know. is uh, i'm really into hot designer purses uh, I, mean. I haven't <laughs> i haven't had one recently i used to but i found they're so expensive yes I they can't are afford them yes they are um i don't know i i just uh in some ways I get it. And others, I'm like, man, why are you being a bully? <laughs> Just you, you got more money than you could ever spend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, anyway, um, want to give people an update. Kathy is home. Yeah, I just talked to Jim. From her surgery. home last night. Yeah, and cool. appears to be doing well as yeah. far as, yeah. as good as can be expected. Yeah, under the circumstances. Actually right got up and walked. I can't believe that. Isn't it crazy how they do that anymore? You get a hip put in or a knee put in, yeah. and they get you up the same day. I, I mean, I understand oh, the man. reason, but I, I find it fascinating that it can act, you can actually mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, no, give me more ice cream. I'm not, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. Yeah, yeah. Give me another week or two. Yeah. Yeah, I had her up walking. So, oh my uh, gosh, yeah, that's that's uh, wild. And I got texts all through this thing and emails, so uh, she will be. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't be surprised she calls in mm -hmm. at least in the next couple of days. But mm -hmm. sure, appears sure. to be doing extremely well, which that's is great. good news. That's great. Yeah. Um, what else did I want to bring people up to date on? I have no idea. That was the important news. Mm -hmm. um, how you been doing? It's been a month. Uh, yeah, doing good. Doing good. Been uh, been still out on the bicycle a little bit when I can, and you know I don't like getting out there when it's eighty five in the shade. But you know, but uh, 
75 degrees or so, and me and the bicycle get along really well. So <laughs> It's been so. great weather. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm um, up to like a hundred, uh, little over 112 miles for the summer, which is not a lot for a biker. Not at no, all. Uh-uh. Most of these guys do that in yeah. a week, you know, that are real avid bikers. But, you know, or maybe, you know, if they're not so bad, you know, in a month, you know. But, but uh, for me, for what I started with this spring, you know, I'll take 112 miles. So, yeah. Yeah. Because I was so weak when I got started in the spring, I could do maybe a half a mile at the most. I got a friend of mine. um who works at uh, Channel 46, and he—that's what he does. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's his hobby, pretty oh, much. Okay. Mm-hmm. He go—he'll go on these things like he'll—I don't know how he does it. He'll like start in Cleveland and come back. Oh yeah, stuff like that. And I'm yeah. like, dude, what are you doing? And he won't—he won't take main roads either. He's mm-hmm. got to go on, and and he'll—he'll—he'll he'll, uh, post pictures of oh, yeah. stuff he sees along the way and who's the guy um there used to be a principal here in town one of the elementary schools um i think he was at webster and um doggone it you know i'll think of it in a couple hours but uh <laughs> Definitely. He, he lived out there on king road by price's nursery right but he would hop on his bicycle and he would ride from here to bloomington he would ride like halfway and get a room and then ride the other Holy half the next day. Cow. And I said, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I Was oh. he going to a ball game or something? I think he has kids down there or something like that. And uh, so he'd, he'd pedal down there to see them, spend a few days and pedal back. Well, I'm going, that, holy yeah. cow. Wow. that's. I tell you what, I can't imagine. That's a long way. I can't imagine. That's a long, long way. Yes, sir. That's... Uh, uh, I, Oh, hang on here. Yep. Uh, boom. Oh, it worked today. It worked. Woo-hoo! I must have fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I came. Funniest. I came in on the weekend and we got techie here. Yeah, that's the that's uh. the funniest joke I call, said all day. I fixed it. Uh, Caller, you on the air? Hello. It's Ron Downey. That's who it was. Oh, okay, yeah, yes. thank you. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. I also have to tell you that our son-in-law just rode the Natchez Trace. You start at Natchez, Mississippi, and you go to Nashville, Tennessee. Holy cow. That wow. That is a ways. How far is that? You can look it up, and he's 61 years old. Oh. You're, you're going to make me Google that, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> 61? Okay, have a good day. Thanks. It's one year older than me, and he's doing... No. I would. I could ride my bike a ways, but n- no. Gee, my no. Knee. Natchez to Natchez. Whoa. Yeah, that's a, that's a ways. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that we'll have to is, Google that. See that what is a ways. Now, it's funny. I... I Ron Downey was, yeah. if I can remember, right? He dang. used to be the greatest joke teller, and, he, and I don't know if he's... He, I think he's still alive. Yeah, yeah well, he's still alive. He, yeah. He, he, I, he, but he used to... He, he will catch you, and he could tell you a joke that lasted like 15 minutes. And I go, how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I went to school with his kids because we were all on the swim team together. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm trying to remember if he actually... Maybe I'm just see. My mom worked at Webster. I think she okay. worked for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to remember if he was my uh, Mr. Wysong was my principal early. I remember that, but I think he might have come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like my, I don't remember when he was My out. fifth or sixth grade yeah. year. Yeah. I'm not sure. Or fifth grade year. Because mm-hmm. we didn't have sixth grade over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's I can't wild. remember, but yeah, I did go to school with his kids. Yeah. Ain't that wild? Yeah. <laughs> so that I know he was riding out to visit them. I, yeah. Oh, my wow. gosh. That, isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. That is. Oh, he used to he used to be a great one. Boy, he would he would tell you a joke. And when I would when I would see him. You know, like in a Walmart parking lot, yeah. I'd, I'd chase him down. <laughs> I haven't seen him for a long time now. I'd chase him down. I thought, I got one for you. Oh, okay. Oh, my yeah. gosh. There and then he'd, go. he'd hit you right back. Oh, yeah. He'd have another one. You know, just yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. But he was a storyteller, joke teller. I mean, you know, it's like, my gosh. I mean, that's how do you do that? I mean, it's crazy how long those would last. And it's just, you know, <laughs> just kind of like. Whoa! See, there are different kind of comics. Mm-hmm. There's the storytellers and there's the one-line guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm kind of a one-line guy. Yeah. I I watched a guy the other day on YouTube that was a one-line guy. Yeah. And oh, he was he was, oh, yeah. he was funny. I mean, he was just so funny. And he would say he would and he would say his one line. Yeah. And then he'd stop and he wouldn't have any expression on his face. And then all of a sudden, like two seconds later, everybody gets it. <laughs> Stephen Stephen Wright is one of those, but the the master, okay. the genius, yeah, the absolute king of that is Henny Youngman. Okay, you ever seen his act? Yeah, I. It's been years. I'll but, call yeah. that up on YouTube. I'll have to, and watch. Yeah, he and it's like three thousand jokes mm-hmm. in an hour. It's unbelievable. He's yep. just boom, boom, boom. But, I mean, that's about how fast he tells them, too. Yeah. I don't know how he came up with all those. Yeah. He is a genius. I look that's... at him and say, man, I'd like to be able to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Look him up. But yeah, he's, yeah. he's an older yeah. guy. Well, there's another another guy that's been here to Plymouth a, uh, a couple times at least, uh, Brad Stein. Okay. And, uh, he he's as and he's just a, he's a comedian. Yeah. But uh, he keeps it clean. And, oh yeah. And, and uh, oh my gosh, I mean, you know, it's just kind of like he's hilarious. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just. Oh my. I'm uh, I'm amazed with those guys. You know, yeah. storytellers are one thing. There are a couple guys that nowadays that have told stories is like the funniest thing. And and but the thing the the really good storytellers the ones that. They have jokes separated into the story. I mean, oh, there's yeah. separate oh, yeah. spots where yep. Yep. They, they tell they tell a little story and then they pop a joke or two yeah, in there and then they continue right, yeah. with the story. Yeah, the story like, is just one long. It's kind of like Rodney Dangerfield yeah. where you talk about his wife and you know, oh, and, and all this yeah. stuff. And, and so I've used a couple of his little lines every once in a while. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, for a good successful marriage, they say you should go places your wife. You know, well, last year I took her to El Paso, Texas, and it took her four days to get home from there. <laughs> And the year before, I took her to uh, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, and she shows up like six days later. You know, truck driver dropped her off. You know, and I keep taking her a little farther from home, and she still figures out how to get home. You know, it's kind of like <laughs> the. Uh... And my wife goes, yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> she's happy to hear you tell those jokes. Oh, you again. bet. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, Henny Youngman is the one that whenever you hear that joke, take my wife. Please. Yeah. That's Henny Young. Yeah. Oh, and that's yeah. everything he does is like that. It's yep. just, oh, he is so funny. Yep. Uh, but funny is in the eye of the beholder, I oh, guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I find well, it's, it's like I, I, I uh, 
you know, he couldn't get away with it nowadays because we're too politically correct. But, you know, Don Rickles. Yeah. I mean, oh, my gosh. Yeah. He, he, he would, would talk about his wife and how much jewelry she's wearing. He yeah. says, she, she can't even lift herself off the bed. She's got so many <laughs> necklaces on, you know. <laughs> Rickles was, uh, he was oh, unique. Oh, my. Uh, I found him. My dad loved him. Oh, yeah. And once again, it's because it's all this sarcastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Trash talk, basically. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was. For yeah. for like a roast comedian. Oh yeah, that's a just, genius. That just, that it, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was he was funny. Oh he my gosh, really, yep. yeah, hilarious. Um. Anyway, how we get off on on com- I don't care. I don't know. I don't yeah. care. It was fun. Um. We've got guests today. I'm not wow. uh, here in a little while. We're going to uh, talk about uh, streets. Um. Angie. Rub Chuck Schaefer's going to be in with Adam Theta. We're going to talk about stuff that's going on around. Um, and I guess we'll talk about everything. I'm planning on talking about everything they have. So played. have you been on Jefferson Street lately? Yes, I have. Yeah. Do yeah. you like it or don't you like it? Because they'll, they'll bring that up, I'm sure. I, I don't like it. I really don't, you don't like, like it. it. I don't like it. I think you know if you have a problem with a heart, if you have a hard time crossing that street, it's probably because you don't need to be. <laughs> and I know that people drive way too fast here in town. Yeah, you know they drive way too fast. But what's happening now is because of them narrowing that down a little bit. And when that gets jammed up, like maybe not so much before school, but after school. They're cutting across the lodge parking lot, or they're swinging in behind the doctor's office there as yeah. a shortcut, and that, to me, is more dangerous than what yeah. they're trying to fix. In the mornings, I mean, uh, where is it? The lot that road that runs right by the lodge. Yeah, right there. Yeah, there's a little um, shortcut there. The yeah. uh, folks that are taking their kids to school, mm-hmm. it's been like that for oh, decades. Yeah. They've been oh, going yeah. there. They turn there and go down. Yep. And yep. and I get it because you also have the bottleneck at the end of the road there, where the mm-hmm. what is it, Randolph Street? Yeah, starts. Yeah. Where you've got, and once again, you have to, for safety purposes, you have the stop there, yep. uh, the crossing guard. Um, I've talked to the crossing guard. I think she's actually called in a couple of times talking about the way people drive down there is oh, just astonishing nuts. at school time. Yeah. When she's there, she'll it's see nuts. people blow through things and just, oh, yeah. you know. Um, but It's kind of like, really? Your, your time's more valuable than mine, so, you know, yeah. you, it's okay for you to blow the stop and... And I, yeah, you know, it's just kind of like okay, with the school thing. I've always been fascinated that somebody, you know, and there's always people complain, and I get it. It's inconvenient, and I hated it too when I had mm-hmm. kids. I mean, it, my son, um, when we lived out, uh, or yeah, we've just moved. Uh, when we lived out in uh, on Lilac, I'd go pick him up after school when he didn't have practice because mm-hmm. he's not going to walk. Yeah. Um, I guess he could have rode the bus. I don't know. I just, but I'd go pick him up, and I'd just plan I was going to be there for forty-five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just there was no way that I was getting in it. Now I'd go in the back. He'd come out the athletic thing, mm-hmm. yeah. but he was coming out the same time as everybody else. Oh, so sure. the traffic was going so out. You're I stuck. Mean, yeah. yeah, you're stuck. So I'm like, I just would plan. Yeah. I mean, it didn't make me happy. Mm-hmm. I had, to but I was going to be there. Yeah, I had to pick up my grandson a couple weeks ago from Jefferson. Oh, oh boy, gosh. I did that for and, years. And they were backed up. Now, I got oh, there plenty yeah. early, so I was yeah. I was able to park up by the loop, you know, and I had yeah. the tag, and, and they had a, my daughter had called and said, oh, okay, yeah. Grandpa was picking him up today, you know, so I had the tag there, and so they just came by and checked the tag. 
So they, they knew since I had the tag, I was probably safe, so they didn't have to check my ID or anything. But when I left there to swing around after I had picked Liam up. Oh, yeah. They were backed up clear Baker Street. Yeah. And they were parked on whatever, whatever what is that? Um, whatever that street is, it goes east and west right there. Just outside the park. There. Oh, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, doggone! I'll think it's of that. It's the one that's kind of an alley. It comes out to uh, well, it comes, it comes clear out by um, Symphony right there. Right. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Where yeah. that East West Street is. Well, they were backed up about seven or eight deep there, plus all the way to Baker. And I thought, holy cow! Yeah. I mean, that is just nuts. Yeah. I yeah, said, it is. doesn't anybody ride a school bus anymore? <laughs> well, it got to the point where. Uh, um, I would just when the weather was okay, I'd tell them, "I'm, I'll, I'll pick you up. We're walking." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we'd walk home. Yeah, uh, especially when they were little. But yeah, that one is really tough. But the simple fact of the matter is, you've got how many thousand people in cars mm-hmm. coming to the same place at the same time. Yeah, it's absolutely. going to be, but you. There's yep. nothing you can do to change that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you can come up with a, be me aboard, Mr. Scott. I mean, unless you can just transport with that. I mean, yeah. if you've got that many cars in that spot, it's oh, just yeah. going to be that way. Well, have you ever been down by the junior high when school's letting out? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I picked up more than oh, my share there, too. And oh, it's my just, it's, gosh. It's, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, you know, and I... You know, to be honest with you, I have not been down there since the new school opened. I haven't either. I have not been down there. They to see say how it's bad cleared it a lot of that up. Well, hopefully, yeah, because it was a nightmare before. I mean, they would be backed up, clear around, I don't know, whatever street that is there, and clear down Liberty, back up. Oh, yeah, up. Gibson? I mean, yeah, it would parked be. parked and just kind of like, yeah. you know, it's just kind of like, my gosh. The problem with that is people coming off, is that Garrow that comes up there? I yeah, think it is. Yeah, yeah. People that had nothing to do with the school, they were stuck there. They, were stuck. they went up there because there was tr- yeah. there was cars all everywhere. Yep, and yep. they would even park down Garrow mm-hmm. when I was in, and I think they ch- they made an effort to stop that from happening. Yeah. But yeah, it was that oh, was just as bad, just crazy. But yeah. once again, how many yeah. thousand people you got? Yep. Junior high, high school, and Jefferson all in that same. Yep. That's the area. area there. Yeah. You are going to have a bottle. There's just no way around it. Yep. Um, sure. So just make up your mind. You're going to be there. Plan for it. Yep. yep. And that's just the way it's going to be. Yep. My uh, wife always, she picks up uh, uh, the grandson, you know, every afternoon usually. And so she'll, she'll try to get there, you know, a good 20 minutes early or so. And so that way she can get up, you know, towards the front. But she says there's people usually... Uh, Six cars, seven oh, cars yeah. ahead of her. Yeah, you know, but when she gets there, and she's there twenty minutes early. Right. Yeah. You know, so you know, everybody's got the same idea. You know. But yeah. I yeah. I just got to the point. I used to get mad. I'm like, why am Why am I wasting anger on this? It's there's nothing that can be done to change yeah. it. It's just going to be like this. Yep. So deal with it. Um, yep. There you go. Well, I mean, you go to a NASCAR race. You go to a ball game oh, where yeah. you, you've got thousands of cars in yep. one spot. It's just Jeez, I've been to some, I forget what, was it a, I don't know, some place where there are like 30,000 people or 40, I mean, oh, it was a concert mm-hmm. outside of the United Center, went and saw U2 uh, years ago. Just sit there. I mean, it oh, was yeah. like an hour and a half yeah. to get out of there, but oh, you, yeah. there was no way around it. Yep. It was just going to happen. Yep. That's why we don't, we don't go to a lot of those big venue things, but a few times that we have, 
you know, I just, just my, my wife would go to get up and I go, sit down. <laughs> she said, what? I said, sit down. <laughs> just wait. I said, we're going to sit here and we're going to, we're going to sit here and we're going to talk for 15, 20 minutes, a half hour, maybe, <laughs> or maybe just get up here and walk around and look at stuff or whatever like that. We're yeah. not heading for the car. No. Yep. Yep. No, not going to happen. NASCAR. Because it's kind of like, oh yeah, you could you can sit in a line two hours oh, to yeah. get out of those places. Yeah. It's just kind of like, you know, an Indy 500, same thing. NASCAR races are notorious. Unless Um, you know where to park. Yeah. You know, now if you find the right area to park, you can get out there pretty quick. But, you know. Yeah, NASCAR races are notorious. I got caught in that one time on my way home. Mm -hmm. Where was it? Uh, Bristol. Oh, okay. Okay, we were coming home from South Carolina, and we had a baseball trip. And they had one of the Bristol races, the night race, and we're going through there at the same time. And we were hundreds, I mean, we were miles away from where that, and we were caught. Another time, we were going to Florida, same thing. We were going to Florida, baseball Mm -hmm. trip. And it was the day before, day before in Atlanta. Oh, boy. Couldn't get through. Hours and hours and hours of just sitting there and waiting because everybody was going... There's so many people that go to them. It's just like, and oh. my wife has told me they've sat there for five, six hours at a time trying to get out of a. Mm-hmm. Some of the smaller venues where there isn't as many roads out of there. Or oh, they, wow. sure. oh man. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, yep. well, when you get a you get a Notre Dame home game weekend oh, yeah. game here. Yeah. Uh, for football, yeah. You go out here in 31. You try to cross 31 someplace, and good luck. Yeah, you're going to have a heck of a time, and yeah. and it was really interesting a few weeks ago when Purdue played up here, and you know you had the Notre Dame people that were coming in from the south, and the Purdue people coming in from oh, the south. Oh man, Come, crossing 31 out here at 11th yeah. Road was like, whoa, man, this is crazy. <laughs> what am I doing? Because yeah, I, I go that way a lot. You know, it's just kind of like, okay, I should have went the other way. You know, <laughs> I uh, I had a house over by St. Joe High School. Okay. Years and years. This has been a lot of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, game day, you just made up your mind. You were going all the way back west. You were coming back. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were avoiding oh. that as much. And and during, like, from back then, it was like 8 o'clock in the morning until at least <clears> 1 <throat> in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. You just sat at home. You didn't. You weren't leaving because mm-hmm. you, yeah. were, you were no way. Yep. But... You know, like I said, you get that many people in one spot. It's the way it is. Yeah. You can't change that. So I don't know. Yep. Um, the um, although the thing on Jefferson, I haven't noticed it that much. I haven't been down mm-hmm. there when school's in. I've only seen one person that was trying to cross there. Hey, yeah, yeah, and that was yesterday. Okay. Yeah, and that was yesterday. It so doesn't was... slow me down that much, but I don't mm-hmm. go there when school is in session. Right. Right. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, anyway, um, what else going on? Yeah, not a lot. Bears won yesterday. Oh, man. Man, I tell you what, that was... Still not sold. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and, and I got a kick out of it. They said, uh, you know, uh, they they want to play uh, Dalton, you know, as a starting quarterback. And and some of the Bear fans are screaming because they said, well, you're never going to develop fields if you don't play him. Uh... I said, with the offensive line the Bears have right now, I said, you want to get fields killed? <laughs> That's what you know. Everybody oh talking about gosh. how he is the he is the future. He, oh well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah. let's protect that. Well, if you, you gotta, really believe that. Oh man, yeah, you got to get some people there that can keep other 
350 people found people from smashing him. <laughs> and how do you think Andy Dalton feels that we're saying that? Because, oh, just throw him back there. Let him get sure, hurt. Sure, yeah. Yeah, we'll just throw him the line. He's an old guy. Let him get hurt for a chance. Yeah. I, I just feel like people have forgotten that. And if he can get through this year without a major injury, it's a miracle. Oh, yeah. And you may, like yesterday, he looked like that was going to end his day. Oh, boy. Ended up coming back. But, you know, that's more than once that that's happened to oh, him yeah. in a game. And I'm like, you know, if you really believe that's your future, maybe you – do you really think you're going to win a Super Bowl this year? I don't think so. Maybe you protect that a little bit. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I would be tickled to death if they finished – a little over 500 this year compared to what's probably what's going to happen. They played the last couple of years, you know. Right now, you got people drinking the Kool Aid. Oh, yeah. Eventually, yeah. that's yeah. just not. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. Case. Don't want to do it. No, I don't know. Um, well, we do have guests. Yes. So, why don't we <clears throat> get them? <clears throat> Man, frog in my throat mm-hmm. is the size of a basketball. Uh, we got some, uh, scratch offs to give away. Got three, three of them. Wow. Usually I don't have three. I got three of them today. Cool. Um, they're good ones too. Bunch of good ones. Ooh. Anyway, three scratch offs from the Hoosier Lottery. Uh, you got a chance to win. Now, if you've won scratch offs in the last six months, please give somebody else a chance. You or your, a member of your family because everybody loves these. So uh, give somebody else a shot at winning. I know it's hard to do if you mm. think you're going to win a million, but yep. Anyway, we're going to give these to call. Ooh, Jim's going to hate me. Uh oh, <laughs> he's going to hate me. He's going to hate me. No, I won't. I won't say that. Uh, eight caller number eight. Oh boy, caller eight <laughs> at nine three six four zero nine six nine three six four zero nine six. Caller number eight. Going to get some scratch offs from the Hoosier Lottery. So, uh, start dialing. The Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic. All grades of BP gasoline have Invigorator, a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank, and that means more easygoing for you. And how about the fuel you put in your own tank? The Belmart BP station has Gatorade Thirst Quencher, two for $3.50, or the new Baya Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, two for $4. Check out the Belmart Coffee Bar with hyper-caffeinated Jamaican me crazy blueberry muffin or decaf coffee plymouth belmart bp opens at 4 a.m for all you early birds john oliver here with three very good reasons to have your vehicle serviced at oliver ford lincoln in plymouth First, regardless of make or model, we can repair or maintain your vehicle to factory specs using quality manufacturer's replacement parts. Second, Oliver Ford's factory trained technicians have years of experience, so they don't have to spend a lot of time or your money guessing what's wrong. Number three, we just make it so darn easy to do business with Oliver Ford. Oliver Ford Lincoln, we tip our hat to you. 
a wide variety. Difference is good. FM 106.1 at AM 1050. My station. WTCA. WTCA. I woke up this morning Woke up this morning Woke up this morning With the Monday morning blue I couldn't hardly find It's never over till the listener gives his view here on What's Your Opinion on WTCA in Plymouth. Call now, 574-936-4096. Or tell us what you think or text, 574-307-6647. Now here's Kathy and Rusty. Actually, it's Uncle Doug Day today. Mississippi John Hurt. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yep. Well, you said, you know, the last time you were in, the Monday music wasn't sad enough, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> thought, we'd, thought we'd go some blues today. There you go. So, there you go. Uh, Monday morning blues. Oh, my dog got run over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't find my shoes. Yeah. Anyway, um, Randy K is our winner. He's going to be scratching. Now, Randy, if you uh, win, let us know. We always like knowing that uh, somebody won on our watch. And uh, we got our guests in the studio. Angie Rupchak Schaefer and Adam Thader are with us this morning, guys. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you. Good morning. And we're going to talk about, uh, well, let's start off with the Jefferson Street thing. Um, it, uh, what, what, it, what was that? There was a term they used, urbanization. Urban? Tactical urbanism. Okay. Let's talk about uh, uh, that yeah. and, and what's going on there. Certainly. Um, so tactical urbanism is um, a, a way of uh, redesigning uh, streets in a non-permanent way. It's a community-led effort um, with the goal of increasing the safety for all users of that of that street area. No taxpayer dollars is used when you do a, tax, a tactical urbanism project. Um, and our goal with the Jefferson Street Project is to increase safety for all the students um, that use uh, that Jefferson Street corridor, um, the Boys and Girls Club. Um, we've got the high school, Riverside, Lincoln, and then we also have that crossing for the Greenways Trail. So it's a unique space where, um, after years of study, we've decided to focus and do Marshall County's first tactical urbanism project right there. And a focus on it being temporary. You know, right. Yes. Rather than, let's do three years for a review to do this, mm-hmm. you know, okay, let's get the city engineer, get some plans, get <clears> stuff <throat> out there, do it for just four weeks, get some feedback before we spend a bunch of money redesigning, mm-hmm. figure out what works, what doesn't. And I think that's the thing people need to realize. This is not this is not a permanent in-stone thing. This right. isn't no. happening tomorrow. Mm-hmm. This is just to see. We're what, learning. Yeah. We're learning. We're, we're definitely studying, you know, how people's speed is being affected going through Jefferson. We're watching uh, pedestrians and students use that crossway, um, that crosswalk. And we're, we're definitely getting public input. Oh, yeah. Um, that's why we're here today, honestly. We want to hear what people think, and we want to learn. Um, and I, I want to assure your listeners that we have done this um, 
project after five years of of public input uh, of different um, experts kind of leading us along that path and then also it's community led i live a block away from that right. crossing area um so my family uses it regularly my husband's in a wheelchair um it it's like playing frogger with our lives every time because <laughs> people want to drive 70 miles an hour down there oh, wow. um and at the end of the day for me it's it's safety if we can save one kid's life if we can save one pedestrian's life trying to cross there it's worth it you mentioned something that i don't think people have thought about either you know the one of the things i'm seeing on our facebook page is mm -hmm. why don't they just go up the corner and cross it's light okay mm -hmm. and i i get that i understand why you're saying that but you mentioned your husband's in a wheelchair mm -hmm. that's uphill it is and that's um, a lot of, that's hard <laughs> there are a lot of people and i'm thinking back to my days uh in the barrel where who have children who'd like to cross mm -hmm uphill you're mm -hmm. going and you're going out of your way to come back um that's kind of what i i want to you know yeah most people or a lot of people can but there are others that this There's is a lot that better mm -hmm. yeah and when you do a, a project like this you know we're focusing on all modes of transportation and all abilities all abilities meaning my husband in his wheelchair meaning a mom pushing a stroller right. meaning a kid who's on his bike for the first time kind of right. nervous using that crosswalk getting to school yeah. you know we're talking about all the users within plymouth not just the car drivers we want that space to be safe for everyone now you talked about this as a process to come up with mm -hmm. this i mean talk about that process that you guys went through to decide we want to try this here first yeah, so that, that has been what's called complete streets. Okay. So this is a framework that the state has already adopted, many municipalities in the country have. And uh, the city, we worked on this with city engineer, streets department, council members developing this. And the city unanimously adopted the ordinance which states that all facilities owned by the city and in the right-of-way shall be designed, constructed, maintained to allow all users of all ages and abilities to, to use it. Right. So no matter whether, you know, you're pushing a stroller, you're driving a car, anything, you should be able to get around. Like right. you each, all of us should be able to participate in a society, whether we own three vehicles or not. You know, I own two vehicles. I own like six bikes. My <laughs> kids have scooters, everything else. I use base. I drive almost every day. I bike almost every day, you know, and I think the point is that everybody should be able to participate in society whatever mode of transport that you know you know and that involves like this morning i went to the coffee lodge for breakfast rode my bike across that crosswalk biked over here i saw a kid walking across just this morning you know other people you have to also accommodate drivers so that's what that design that was approved you know by the city engineer still allows traffic to pass through there but just brings your attention a little more rather than going 45 miles an hour mm -hmm. down there narrows it down so that you are paying attention well, and the other thing, you've got a speed sign there, which mm -hmm. allows at least mm -hmm. people that direction to know mm -hmm. how fast they're really going. Right. Yes. Um, which the city of Culver wonderfully uh, let, uh, is letting us use right now, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, speaks to a lot of the collaboration that Marshall County Crossroads um, has helped us get to this point where we can, you know, contact Culver and be like, hey, we've really <clears> got <throat> this killer speed sign. Can we use it for our tactical mm -hmm. urbanism project? Mm -hmm. Um, and and this this piece this project complete streets all of it is part of the vision of Marshall County Crossroads for our transportation and trails committee and that work has been years in the making and I know Allie's been on your show multiple right. times talking yep. about it and I want your listeners to know that this is part of that vision this is part of that vision where we are working so diligently as Adam noted 
to make sure that our transportation networks within Marshall County are, are safe and accessible for users, whether they're on a bike, a car, or, or pushing a stroller. You know, we, we, we want it to be a safe space. And after years of study, we, we, we realize, and I think everybody does, that that is a particularly dangerous intersection and space. Yeah. There's so many kids on there 24 seven, mm-hmm. and whatever we can do to increase the safety is worth it. Now, it hasn't happened every day, but I can remember within the last year or so, at least two kids getting hit on their mm-hmm. way to school yeah. up at the intersection. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, at school time, it is enormously. It is. Uh, yeah, and it happened, uh, I know from a, a source that there was a, a kid who was struck earlier this year, but thank God they, that person was able to walk away. Right. So no police report filed, no news. Um, but we don't want to wait until something bad happens. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you know, a week ago, there was a pedestrian who was killed by a driver out by the hospital. Just a horrible situation, right. very yeah. unfortunate. He was released from the hospital at 6.30 in the morning, it was dark. And you look at the area around Plymouth, there's no sidewalks. Like you have, the only way to get there is either right. you have to drive a car to cross a state highway, or you just have to risk it. And it, we don't want to, anybody to be in that situation. Driver, We don't want drivers to have to see pedestrians mm-hmm. in the in the driving lane, nor do we want them there. We want to provide that, but sidewalks are expensive. So we oh, have yeah. to be strategic about, we want to hear from the community, where are the pain points that people aren't seeing? You know, I was, I was biking behind Martins, people walking at twilight back with groceries because they, you can't get to Martins mm-hmm. without a, you know, a sidewalk. Yeah, there's well, no that's sidewalks out that's that something we gotta fix. Mm-hmm. I used to do that. I lived mm-hmm. down the road from Martins. I would walk there and come back a lot mm-hmm. of times. I mean, not every time, but mm-hmm. that was how I, cause it didn't make sense to drive right. three houses. I mean, it was, <laughs> you know, something that I did. And uh, there are no sidewalks out there. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of folks going to ball games right there during the spring. Uh, no sidewalks for them to get around or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that, the thing with the the um, guy at the hospital, the tragedy. I remember in my youth, <laughs> we lived out at Carriage Hills. I used to bike to work whenever I could in the mm-hmm. morning. I, you know, I liked riding in. Um, those curves were difficult uh which is why i didn't do it as much as i wanted to and you know it 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 is a hard spot Mm -hmm. to to deal with if you're not driving a car Mm -hmm. and it gets to the point of the design that is a state highway designed to move cars at high speed lots of cars and that's not really necessarily compatible with a city where we want people milling around getting exercise so there's the personal responsibility component of both pedestrians cyclists and drivers but then there's the design element that we can design this so that it's really hard for somebody to be to be struck or have one of those horrible days and you make a good point a highway is designed to move people as fast as possible Mm -hmm. but a city is is not necessarily i mean people want to get through there but Mm -hmm. your merchants want people to kind of slow down and look around Mm -hmm. we do and i think that's probably where you guys are part of what you're doing is we want people to see that downtown well we want them i mean the so it it was really fun when we uh a bunch of us volunteers got together and put out all the what are those words Uh, the the bollards bollards which is a hilarious word but (laughs) we we put the bollards out um then my sons were out there and we were we're all transit nerds right because i mean we all live and breathe this stuff because you know 
I, I probably call myself a transit nerd. Um, yeah. So, but you know, like, so we're laying them out there kind of like this guerrilla movement, you know, of volunteers on a Saturday morning. And it was such a rush when we saw the first kid on a bike be able to use that crosswalk and we saw a car slow down for him instead of like kind of everybody like sucking in your breath like oh my gosh i hope this kid makes it safely mm -hmm. instead it was a it, it was it was smooth and it was safe and i wasn't like kind of clutching my pearls just hoping this kid didn't get hit by a car going way too fast down that road and what we want to do with those bollards and with those traffic calming measures is to make people go just slower and pay attention to their surroundings and and the crosswalk is a yield you know so people don't have to stop right you don't have to stop. It's simply yield when someone is in the crosswalk to let that child go through with their bicycle, to let that family walk and their dog get through, you know, and at the end of the day, if you do go slower, that's because you're paying attention. And mm -hmm. that's what we want. Mm -hmm. And Jefferson isn't meant to be 331. You aren't supposed to be going 80 miles an hour down there, right? You need to be going slow because there's so many schools there. Yeah. There's a grocery store there. There's Mila's. There's the coffee lodge. There's mm -hmm. so much life going on there. Right. And we want it to be a safe space for Plymouth's residents to enjoy. Now, I've also heard comments about why there. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that uh, that is where the trail officially yes. comes across, isn't mm -hmm. it? That's where the Greenways Trail pops through from um, the exercise park over to um, that extension that then circles around over the new bridge. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm assuming that's why that, that <clears throat> spot was chosen. Correct. Basic, honestly, we did a walk audit. This uh, we did a walk audit with Mark Fenton on uh, this summer um, as part of the Blue Zones um, Activate. And so the walk audit was a couple of city council members, Adam, myself, Ali, different community leaders walked around Plymouth with Mark Fenton, just trying to gauge where those pain points were, where those pressure points were, where you know tragedy was just waiting to happen. Right. And we already have that one crossing crosswalk and crossing guard for the school kind of down farther down on Jefferson. Mm -hmm. But the where the Greenways Trail pops over, where we've got the Coffee Lodge, Mila's, right by the Boys and Girls Club, that was the second point where it was like, all right, we've got a crossing guard over there. Okay, but where is this other point where something where where something needs to happen? Right. And so that was identified. And um yeah, I think for a lot of different reasons, you know, it, it's it's a space where, you know, um, there's just a lot of priority areas there to, mm -hmm. to um, make things safer. Now, there's three spots like that in Culver, I believe, in there where they can cross yes. right there by the beach. Mm -hmm. And that, I, I think, uh, I've noticed because my daughter lived in Culver for quite a while there. And so uh, we were down there a lot. And I noticed that it seemed like it helped with uh the flow of traffic yes. a little bit it helps slow people down mm -hmm. um especially when there were people out walking the sidewalks because mm -hmm. you never knew when somebody was going to take you know and go across there mm -hmm. which i think was a good idea because especially with all those walkers down in culver i mean my goodness gracious mm -hmm. oh yeah i mean they you know everybody in culver walks oh, yeah. or, or, yeah. or on a golf cart i mean you know <laughs> <laughs> their golf cart <laughs> yeah oh my well and and it it uh, i don't know Right now, I know that, or, or maybe not right now, but in the past, I know that people cross wherever mm -hmm. down there, wherever they happen to come out of the trail from downtown or where they have to come out uh, from the other direction. They just cross wherever. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that 
kids at the the uh, boys and girls club. Well, see, I don't know. I see that many. Mm-hmm. I don't think they. I don't see let that. Them I, yeah, do that, I don't. But, I don't see that many. Um, I see some bikers once in a while. I see but, a lot yeah. of bikers, people with dogs, mm-hmm. things like that. Just mm-hmm. wherever they happen to be they're coming across this gives them a focal point too. it does mm-hmm. and it, it helps the drivers as well to be honest because then you can expect that's where somebody's going to be crossing right mm-hmm. um and you can anticipate that um and and that's one of our our goals honestly like we don't want to make things more difficult for drivers right. that's not our goal at all it's just to make it safe for all users using any all modes of transportation mm-hmm. and if a driver knows okay there's a crosswalk um over by the school and then there's the crosswalk over by coffee lodge you can anticipate that and and you can you can plan for that well you've even got the third one all the way up in michigan if you want exactly yeah however i don't you know once again that that is a safe spot because of the signs mm-hmm. however i don't consider a place where that much traffic is is really it's, the safest spot. we we avoid that intersection like the plague yeah. my family does mm-hmm. because well, i mean again my husband in the wheelchair and and you have to cross so many yeah so much traffic it's right. so wide mm-hmm. and then you've got people making those turns and right. half the time people don't even watch and make those turns and then like mm-hmm. you're like please don't hit me and kill me so i mean what we this intersection that we uh the crosswalk and the tactical urbanism project at jefferson where it's at that is narrowed road which means it's less lanes of traffic for the pedestrian to cross which makes it safer there's less chance for somebody else to like blow through and try to take that turn or blow through that stoplight um and then a tragedy to happen in my mind you hit it on the head i mean people turning right at four four corners Mm -hmm. and you know in their defense why would you look it's a place where car you know you know what i'm saying it's Mm -hmm. not like yeah you know, it was meant for pedestrian mm-hmm. crossing. So if you're turning right, you're really probably just only paying attention. Is that guy going to turn mm-hmm. in front of me? Yeah. So it to me, that makes some sense. Um, let's go to the thing that I think probably, and I got to admit to you, when I first heard you, that you guys were doing this, I thought, you know, <laughs> 20, 23 hours out of the day, that's that's a great idea. But what about the time when school is in session? I mean, that there is when the flood happened, we changed, we canceled school because that is the main thoroughfare for a lot of people. Right. Um, how do you address that? Because I I know that's been a, a a source of sore feeling for a lot of people. Right. Well, it, you know, and we're at a point like like we mentioned michigan street that's designed for cars so without a design fix like adding a pedestrian refuge in the middle that's what the design is for so you know if we keep designing everything such that the only way our child can access school is they have to be ferried there by their own uber driver that's me (laughs) you know as (laughs) the dad or grandma or whomever or drive themselves as a high schooler when they live half a mile you know we have to get to the point where we're in this cycle because, well, there's too many drivers. My, my child can't bike or ride. So I'll put them in a car, which makes it more dangerous. Exactly. For, you See, know, and I've I had that, the same thought. You know, because you know, my mm-hmm. kids went in front of the high school. And I'm like, mm-hmm. eh, not at school time. I'm not letting them do that. Right. So, but So now if we can get it to the point where more and more parents feel, okay, now I feel that it's comfortable enough. They can go with their friends, get to school. They can decide. You know, because I will, I will bike with my daughter to school on the days I can. On the days I can't, I drive. So I do, you know, I go both of those ways. Sure. But we, you know, we had a survey through the entire county as to why people aren't biking or 
you know, walking. And the number one uh, thing they, the barrier they issued was traffic speed. Number two was lack of sidewalks. Number three was lack of a safe route. So we have to mm -hmm. start, you know, at some place getting put, you know, it's just like, if you're a 17 able-bodied kid and you're half a mile from school let's let's on a night yeah you know at some point you're gonna have to realize we need to get our kids moving you know it multiple for multiple reasons you know the financial burden of having mm -hmm. an extra vehicle for a teenager the health and safety you know the health reasons for obesity diabetes all these issues we're facing we got to get we got to get people moving you know mm -hmm. And I got to, you know, there's got to be a little bit of a cultural change here, too. Because I remember when I was in high school, obviously my dad worked there, so I'd mm -hmm. ride with him. Mm -hmm. But when I couldn't go with him, I didn't ride the I wanted to walk. You know, I didn't want anybody, I didn't want to depend on anybody. I'd walk mm -hmm. to school because mm -hmm. we were close enough that mm -hmm. I could. I walked to junior high every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, every day I walked. And I think there's a... Do you think that the, the cultural change that way has changed because of things like this? I, I think that if it's not perceived to be a safe route to school, people are going to drive their kids, mm -hmm. right? And so where, where I live, I, write, I live right on Bailey Street, right? right? So my eldest walks to the high school, and then my youngest sometimes walks over to uh, Lincoln because, um, uh, what, he's 12 now, going on 40? It's fairly weird. <laughs> um, but he'll walk over to Lincoln. And the thing with Deacon walking over to Lincoln is he says a lot that he's very scared and nervous crossing Jefferson. And until yeah. we remove those barriers where kids don't feel in danger walking to schools, then parents like myself and Adam are going to feel like we have to drive our kids. Even when it's just a mile walk and when this, when it's nice outside, that's fantastic exercise for our kids. Like I grew up with my parents always telling me how they walked to school in like the oh, snow yeah. up yeah. a hill, like yeah. it was a mountain or something, yeah, it was you know. Both ways. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it was like so terrible. And, but, but our kids don't have that experience. And I think that's something that we've lost as a society. And until we make those routes safe for the kids to walk to school, we are going to have these bottlenecks with the cars. And gosh, we, we know that some people have to drive, right? We get that. But we aren't telling them that they can't. We're simply asking them to go slower and to, and to help us have more intention while you're going down there so that we can can mitigate some of those safety issues so that it is a safer space for the students and for people to cross. It's funny. My parents never let me cross Jefferson until I got to be 13. That's That was really? the, that was the that magic was the... number. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, I could cross I could cross oh, Jefferson at that age. Before that, no. You're not, you can yeah. stay in this block. That's where you're going. Oh, wow. But Well, but in this block when I was riding my bike, when I was walking to school, I went all the way to Webster from Pennsylvania Avenue, clear at the other end. So, mm. you know, and Kathy was the same. We lived in the same neighborhood. We don't remember anything other than walking to school mm -hmm. um and that was quite a ways but yeah. once again there was the only place was the railroad crossing mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. we had a we had a guard there that you mm -hmm. know made sure everybody was right. safe going across there but um yeah i it's important and we go back to the safe routes to school that that there's been a lot of money that's been spent in, in this community. I mean, it's a mm -hmm. grant, but mm -hmm. right there in front of uh, the the high school parking lot, there's mm -hmm. a yeah. there's a that walkway that was put mm -hmm. in by yeah. safe routes to school. Exactly. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And 
that's another intersection that's interesting to me. The one that goes over to the soccer field. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, is that Columbus and Baker? Um, Baker and the high school parking lot, basically. Yeah, yeah oh, it goes one? over to the. And I'm I'm thinking about that, and I I, I cross that all the time because I obviously go to a lot of soccer matches to cover mm-hmm. them. And watching the way traffic deals with that is interesting to me, too. Mm-hmm. They slow down. They mm-hmm. stop. If somebody's walking, they, they will sit there and wait. Mm-hmm. And I haven't heard any complain about that. Right. Um, I think we just have to change perceptions for Jefferson Street, that it's not a, a space to just kind of bolt down it to get to where you need to get. It, there, there's a lot of life and activity happening there. Um, there's businesses. We've got the Greenways Trail. We've got the students. And we just got families out enjoying a walk. And to make it a space where we no longer feel like I have to get from A to B to C as fast mm-hmm. as possible, but to realize that there are people using that space that aren't just in cars mm-hmm. so that it, it does feel more like that space right. by the high school, I think that that is one of the goals. And going back to that, you know, personal responsibility, now that I've been walking and cycling a lot more, now when I get in my car, I'm thinking, okay, I am operating a, a heavy machinery, basically, a two-ton right. piece of yeah. steel yeah. with this mm-hmm. minimal licensure, right, that could ruin my life and somebody's else in an instant. Right. So, you know, like phone you know, in the glove box, like get right. it out, get it away, pay mm-hmm. attention when you're in a city and realizing that just remembering, okay, we're not going around 465 and in Indy when you're talking traffic jams. Right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. if you're talking about I'm going 30 instead of 35, mm-hmm. you can't tell me you've spent an extra more than five seconds. Yeah. And I try to remind myself when I'm a driver, okay, I'm going to get there within <sighs> one or two minutes. No matter how I drive, I might as well make this a good day for everybody. Right. Um, I'm going to get back to something there in a minute, but we have a caller. And I'm, uh, uh, Mike, I'm going to warn you that you're going to be, you're not going to be able to hear their response except on your radio. Is that okay? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, that is fine. Um, or I can talk back and forth, radio. but right now you're, you're they're not hooked up to be able to be into the phone line. So if... Okay. Uh, uh, well, just a couple questions, and then I'll hang up, and I'll listen to their response. Okay. So. Thanks. Um, should I go ahead? Yeah, go right ahead. They can hear you yeah. fine. Okay. Great. Um, good morning. Uh, Mike Delp, and I meet with some guys at the lodge every morning from about 6.30 to 7.30. There's about eight or ten of us there, and here's my question. I'm, I'm all for safety, and I can see where it's a traffic has some cra- traffic calming, but um, first of all, uh, I wondered if I'm assuming you know or it needs to be addressed the people that are cutting behind the lodge mm-hmm. because they're they're getting held up to make that left turn there, and uh, so num- number one, they're darting in behind the lodge, either using the west drive of the lodge or the doctor's office, and then cutting down that drive that cuts. Uh, to the north side of the lodge. That's number one. Number two is it's several times when I leave at 7.30, 20 till 8, when I leave and head up to the stoplight, uh, there'll be traffic stopped through the stoplight because they get caught and Michigan Street traffic gets uh, held up because the stoplights change and uh, people are caught in the intersection. And then just a couple comments. Um, 
uh, I just I I rarely see anybody there during school time. At least in the morning, I'm not there in the afternoon. But I rarely see anybody use that crosswalk uh, right there. So. I'm just wondering, uh, again, I'm all for what we're trying to do, but if we really want to do the safest way across Jefferson Street, I'm not sure why any biker, any walker, anybody that's out to get exercise doesn't go a couple hundred more feet up to Jefferson, Michigan Signal, activate the push button. I mean, that's what that's for. That's the safest way to cross Jefferson Street is at the stoplight with a pedestrian-activated signal. So... I'm not sure why you don't go the few uh, few hundred more feet up to that if you're truly worried about safety and or if they're there for school, they should be going down and crossing where the crossing guard is at the school. So those are my comments, and that's what I'm observing, and I think those other those couple of things need to be addressed here somehow uh, in the future as far as with that calming uh, effect you're trying to uh, create there. So thanks for listening, and I will listen to your response. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, so uh, thanks for calling in, Mike. Appreciate it. Um, regarding that that traffic rerouting, those are exactly the types of things that a temporary project can highlight as people right. respond and adapt. Because cities, you know, are adaptive. We respond to traffic congestion and changes, and opening businesses and closing businesses, and et cetera. So those are the that's exactly the type of feedback that we need. You know, do we need somewhere? to add a no left turn here in order to keep traffic moving forward, you know, because what we, we want to avoid with, you know, that's a two lane road, but we treat it like four because those are parking spaces actually to the, to either sides of Jefferson, but nobody that loves their car puts their car there because <laughs> it's going to be destroyed in a day. Right. So then you have somebody stopping in the crosswalk and the tragedy we want to avoid is the car behind them, not seeing that going around them at 30 miles an hour and striking somebody. So unfortunately, without that little sneak around that we all use, right? Let's admit it, we all use, but it's the street isn't designed for that. Um, But to his point, it it brings out how this this change can change traffic patterns, and hopefully that will inform the next project that we do. Okay, yeah, I think we you you did a good job. This is not permanent. This is just to gain information about what's going on. And I got to agree with Mike that left turn there. Mm Not only is dangerous, but it's infuriated me at times. Mm-hmm. It's like you were supposed to go to the end of, and go where you're supposed to go, and all you're doing is congesting another street and bringing them all the way right. back out here. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with him completely on that, that that left turn maybe would be better said right. no so left if you had turn. It, if yeah. you had, and not just a sign because we're not going to pay attention to signs, <laughs> yeah. but if you had a hardened median there that served as a pedestrian refuge, so the pedestrian can cross one lane of traffic, and it also prevents you from turning and cutting through. Right, that could then maintain flow. You know, on which the way would through. be similar to what they have at the park. Yes, yeah, right mm-hmm. out in front of the park there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I I agree with him one hundred percent. That left turn, I'm like, why? And then you got people zipping around them, and then that that gets clogged, or you can't get around, or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. it becomes as big an impediment as mm-hmm. supposedly what you've got going on right now. Or, you know, or another option, um, it, you know, since you have essentially four lanes there, and you're only technically using two, and nobody parks, can you move that down to three and have the center 
turn lane only yeah and then two and then there's your flow because you know you look at traffic and arrival destination times it's not really top speed that matters it's flow it's the number of lights you hit it's the number of times you have to, to come to forward. complete stop yeah. you know if we could just all go 30 miles an hour instead of 35 it's not really going to take you longer it really is about the flow mm-hmm. now the other thing that i uh, that brings to mind you know that crossing guard and i know a couple of people called and asked about that why why would it be here and then you got less than that amount of time a crossing guard i mean Mm -hmm. talk to that if you would well you know pedestrian i mean just like you know human nature is human nature so whether i'm in my car whether i'm walking the car i'm going to take the quickest fastest most convenient route that i can right same thing with pedestrians um I'm not going to name names, but plenty of city officials and others I've seen crossing mid-block, not at an intersection, you know, (laughs) and guilty as charged myself. Me too. I mean, right out here in front of your studio, I walked across. There's no traffic. Traffic's really slow. That's what you do in a city environment when you feel safe, right? So, um, yeah, that's that's the thing with pedestrians, especially kids. They're going to cross right where they're coming out is where they want to cross. And you can only do so much from a design perspective, but... If they know that crosswalk is safe and learn that over time, I mean, to, to Mike's question, it's it's the difficulty of where's all the missing pedestrians and cyclists at that intersection. Well, they don't know it's there yet, and they don't know it's safe. Mm-hmm. So it's we're kind of in this catch-22 of I don't see anybody using this facility. Well, it's because nobody feels safe using it. So, no, <laughs> you know, yeah. or mm-hmm. why spend money on safe routes to school if nobody bikes? Or, well, why do you think, you know, yeah, we got parents, to like, I'm not going to yeah. let my kid go until it is safe. Right. And then it's going to take time, you know, sure. and then we had the trend towards everybody busing, you know, or, or taking their kid in their private vehicle. And then COVID made that even worse, you know, and the schools have to dedicate a lot of a lot of personnel resources just to pick up and drop off. I mean, right. hours every day to accommodate that. Sure. Yeah. One of my pet peeves about Plymouth drivers is, and I don't notice it anyplace else because I'm not there that much, but one of my pet peeves about Plymouth drivers is how we we legitimize driving through parking spots to get to the corner so we can do a right turn. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Excuse me, they should be spikes out there that will flatten your tires to keep you from doing that. <laughs> I'm and I don't do it. I don't. I do not do it. I'm just. Mm-hmm. You know. I know it may be take me a little longer, and I might have to sit through a little lot. And I thought, you know, if I'm going to complain about this, I need to quit doing it. So I don't do it anymore at Good all. Good for you. Good for you. And yeah. it, and, it, and it's just dangerous when you do that. It is. And it and is. I love Laporte in Michigan up there because I go through that intersection. You know numerous times a week mm-hmm. and i'll be sitting up there at the stoplight maybe facing michigan street and somebody will pull right up beside me in that parking spot there to mm-hmm. do a right turn on a red mm-hmm. i said i'd love to just take my door and just slam it. <laughs> you know just kind of like come on people i mean you know yeah and that's that's another design issue and, yeah, and the solution for that is called a bump out and going back to culver what they've done through their downtown around there is you bump the pavement out and then you've shortened the the walking distance greatly mm-hmm. by a third or a yeah. half. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, people that are slower walkers or have a roll later or whatever, mm-hmm. now they're crossing in 10 seconds instead of 20. Mm-hmm. And right. then it also eliminates the right turn only people or the people that want to cut through that. You know, yeah. those those downtown environments. That's an environment where we should be will, slowing people down, building wealth, 
and getting people to stop and sure. move around there, yeah. not shuttling people through. Yeah. And I'd I, like to speak to, to Mike's comment, because I've been running this over in my head about going, you know, instead of taking that new crosswalk, but going up to Michigan and Jefferson, that intersection. Again, you know, my family lives a block away. So we, we take walks all the time, I'm sure. I mean, we're hard to miss. We're the family with a wheelchair and a service dog. So <laughs> we stand out pretty, pretty easily. Yeah. We've, we've done that crossing at Michigan and Jefferson more times than I can ever count. And experience talking here, I feel 10,000 times safer taking that new crosswalk across Jefferson than I ever have at the Michigan and Jefferson intersection. Because when you hit that button, you pay attention, you pay attention. And half the time when the light goes on, people still blow through that. Mm -hmm. And you still have these near miss, near miss incidents. And you have so much farther to cross where you have to watch so many different cars to yeah. make sure they don't cream you, right? Whereas that Jefferson crosswalk, I only have to watch for two cars, one coming this way and mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. And I feel so much safer with my family doing that. And yeah. that's that's the goal. And honestly, that left turn light has always Oh my I used man. to walk to commissioners' meetings at eight o'clock in the morning, and people aren't really interested in slowing down because mm -hmm. they got to get to work. And you really had to be aware of the people turning left. The vast majority would stop and wait for yeah, you. Yeah. The vast majority, but there was always mm -hmm. that in your, like you're saying in your head. Eh, are you gonna? And it stop only takes one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's only yeah. it's one. Well, I think it yeah. was the last time I was in here. We, I had just seen a, a girl that looked like she was headed for the junior. Oh high, yeah, you're right. And she about got clobbered up there. Now it was her yeah. fault. Mm -hmm. I mean, she came zipping across that crosswalk, and, and the driver kind of just notices her right at the last second. And oh, I mean, they missed by like, like about a foot, foot and a half. Oof. And I said, I really don't want to see that this morning and just ruin my <laughs> breakfast. I really don't want to do that. But oh, I gosh. thought, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I wanted to call the junior high and say, hey, you know, please tell these kids, you know, if you're on a bike and you're driving around Michigan Street at all or Jefferson, just make sure that you push that light and, and make mm -hmm. sure you're you're trying to be safe too. I mean, mm -hmm. you know. And you make a good point too, and as well as you guys, it's not just the cars. the The pedestrians oh, have gosh. to be aware yes. as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. sure. Sure. Totally. So yeah, I, I don't want this to sound like we're bashing cars or we hate cars. I mean, <laughs> I love my mom van. It's my chariot, right. and I drive it, and I gotta get places. I mean, mm -hmm. that's that's not what we're here for. What what we're here for, and what the complete streets committee is really working towards is just again making these making plymouth's transportation network safe for all users of all modes of transportation right. so that it's not just car centric mm -hmm. that if you are on a bike or if you're walking or if you're rolling you feel safe mm -hmm. um at the end of the day and 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 that's our goal mm -hmm. um and, and we we aren't bashing cars at all i mean we all use them it's just you know how can we how can we redesign some of these corridors, some of these streets with intention um, so that they are safer spaces for everyone? Got a couple of callers here. Uh, okay. Caller number one, I'm going to uh, let you know that uh, they can hear you fine, but you won't be able to hear their answer unless you listen on the radio. So uh, uh, just wanted to make that clear up front. They won't be able to respond to a further question you have. So uh, uh, go ahead, I guess. Hello? Hello. Yes, you're on the air. Oh yeah. Um, I I just want to, if so kindly, I just want to 
give some thoughts, okay? Sure. How many schools do Plymouth have? Eight? Nine? Mm, I don't remember. I'd now. have to count in my head here. We've got <laughs> six or uh, seven. Jefferson, Washington, Menominee, Riverside, Junior, uh, Lincoln, Plymouth High School. Say Webster. Webster. Um, I think that's it. I'm going to say Private. seven. Uh, and then St. Mike's. Yeah, St. Michael's. Oh, so, yeah. so that eight. I think eight. Yeah. Okay. Now, when a family has. When a family has more than one child in different schools and they got to get from one school to the other school to the other school, plus get to work or something or whatever they're doing. Right. Uh, that is basically why a lot of them are rushing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To get from one place to another. But, yes, I agree. There's a lot of rude drivers out there. Yeah. Very rude. Uh, you can go up to the stoplight. And you want to turn to do something. And if you obey the law and want to wait for that green uh, light to turn, someone behind you will get mad. Yeah. They will ride your bumper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They'll slam right into you. They don't care. Yeah. But anyhow, my question is this. What was the purpose of those white lines on Jefferson Street? Uh. The ones with the with the poles or with the bollards on them too. Well, there you got the sidewalk and down off. You got on both sides. You got where you put white lines. Okay, it's it's around where everybody's talking about. Right. Oh yeah. How they oh. cut in and out of the doctor's office and around that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what we've been Especially talking about. Lincoln. Right. Yeah, that's what that's what we've been talking about. Is it's uh, okay. a, it's a study to. Uh, uh, just examine what what we need to do there. Okay, I commend uh, I commend Lincoln Junior High how they have made it to where the kids can be safely dropped off. Okay, yeah. And then whichever way the other parents have to go, they've done a good job. Okay. Um, Riverside changed theirs to where it was more safe for the children, mm-hmm. and they watched out for them. Jefferson, Jefferson kids, these little tiny kids, it's a little iffy. I was scared for any of my little kids to walk there. Right. Okay. Um, I, w- I was just questioning, is there any way and why they changed the law a bicycle people going with the traffic instead of against it, like it used to be. So you could see oncoming cars. Right. Instead of going around a bicycle person and crossing over the yellow line in order you don't hit them. Yeah, I can speak to that. Yeah. The, uh, the law is that the a cyclist, except and you for said inter- something about it costs more to build wider sidewalks i'm not sure ma'am he he's going to answer your question but the only way you're going to be able to hear it is if you you listen on your radio i'm sorry oh okay it, is there any okay you said something about it would cost more to build a sidewalk mm-hmm. I, it, it costs a lot of money to build a sidewalk how's that 
Well, you got concrete costs. You've got you know, there's all kinds of costs of building that. You got Labor. workers to do it. Um, it's just, and you have to do it to specifications of the uh, state and federal government. I mean, there's just a lot of costs involved with building the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Well, I noticed your sidewalks are pretty narrow. Yeah, I and I would all over town. I wouldn't disagree with that. Okay. Um, but still, I want to know what the white lines were for. Yeah, that was what the light line, white lines are for. They're yeah. trying to, to gather information for a study they're doing. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, also, about the lady that uh, tries hard to um, cross kids there, down there by... Uh, oh, yeah. Of, uh, yeah, she does. Uh, I have always said... Well, I know her, but I have always said to direct traffic instead of directing the kids. Yeah. Kids are pretty smart. But sometimes when they're out of school, they're in a rush. They want to go. They don't think sometimes. Okay? Yeah. But a lot of times, people will ride their drive their kids to school rather than to take them because either they'll end up late because right. school starts early. Right. And then the kid would be in trouble if they weren't in school. Sure. Unless they want to up the hours to 9 o'clock instead of eight sure okay uh but i always said that lady down here she's in more danger than anything else with the traffic yeah i would i wouldn't disagree with that either mm-hmm. so then you were talking about culver and right around there the late there how they how they made it to where you slow down people cross over to go to the park to go to the lake sure you know, to, to make traffic kind of slow yeah. down so couldn't that be implemented it couldn't that be implemented in a way down these uh certain roads that you're working on to where either it goes one way and put more markers and uh more uh higher stop signs flashing stop signs yeah, I, I'm, that's exactly what they're trying to figure out here with those white lines on Jefferson. Is that needed there um, and, you know, anywhere else? So it, it's exactly what they're working on. Mm-hmm. Well, I know it's a big project uh, to think about how's the safest way and stuff. Sure. And also, to in our day and age, and it's not just the pandemic, is why a lot of people don't let their kids walk. It's a lot of the danger of this being a thorough way of drugs and stuff going through this town. And whether your kid's going to come up missing or whatever, you know. Right, yeah. And that's just the way it is. Right. You know. Sure. But I commend the the police department because early in the morning they're out there. And I think they've done a fantastic job of protecting the public and little children by nabbing a lot of these people. Sure. But, and then to, um, I know the four corners and stuff and the stoplights and everything, um, they need work done and stuff. And it would be nice to go downtown, you know. Um, I, I walked school every day from high school i walked all over the place 
and and I agree, kids need to go out and walk. But somehow, I guess they've lost their interest in doing a lot of that. Right. It's not that we don't want them to. It's just that they've lost a lot of interest. Sure. Uh, so, I don't know. I, maybe I didn't give too much of a, um, any ideas. But I, I, I really think around that area, around there, it's just that it needs a little bit more thought as far as higher stop signs, uh, warning signs. Um, but I've seen too many people on phone, cell phones with little kids in the car and they're talking on them. You know? Yes, you're right. And that there, you just can't do that. Anymore. No, you're right. Exactly there. Yep, you got it. Yep. yep. Anyhow, I hope this all gets figured out. Uh, I just, I, that was just a couple things I wanted to throw in there what to give some reasons why people uh when you got more than one kid in a different school if you got them in uh preschool you got them in kindergarten you got them in first or second then you got them in high school then you got them in junior high or an elementary school that's why they go around so much so right quickly right and all right corners because they if they're late then you know so. you got that right that's for sure Thanks, caller. We got I'm another hoping. couple. People yeah, we got on. another caller waiting. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Thank that's you. Fine. Thanks Have for the call. Day. I got to agree with her. At one point, I had three kids in three different schools, so mm -hmm. that is one hundred percent right. Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Good morning. Oh, when I left here, when I moved here from another state five years ago, I had a very difficult time with your streets and your rules. So I went to the DMV and I got myself the little book, This is the Laws. In this state, it is legal to pass on the right hand of someone turning left mm -hmm. if it is not a parking space. On Jefferson, the parking areas are not marked. So you go around, which is actually illegal. You know, that that's interesting, but I think you're right. You guys would agree with that? Oh. It is. Those aren't marked parking spots. Those, it, we'd have to. Maybe somebody else could clarify from the city. Well, but I lived my on understanding East as long Street as when I first moved here, and I used to walk a lot. Yeah, and I really enjoyed it. It's a wonderful walking city. Sure. But there are certain areas. It's very difficult to tell what's going on. Sure. Uh, I know it's a state, a state situation, mm -hmm. so you don't really have any control over it. But Highway 17 isn't marked lane wise either. Yeah. You think you've got two lanes. Supposed to be four. Right. Okay. When I'm not people sure about are that. coming from outside the community that haven't lived here for three generations, sure. they have no clue. Yeah. So they don't know what to do, what is expected, what isn't expected. I personally would never have used the shortcut behind the doctor's office or the coffee lodge because it wasn't familiar to me because right. I didn't live here forever. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it's education as much as anything else. Mm -hmm. I, I think everybody would agree with you on that. Yeah. So let's try and see if we can't figure out simple solutions. Mark the spark parking spaces. Mark the traffic lanes. Sure. Mm -hmm. And maybe it'll get better. Now, where were you talking on 17? Uh, Michigan. Oh, okay. All right. There, 
there there are no there's a center line yeah but it isn't marked as a highway it's marked as a city street right oh, yeah that becomes that's a weird mm-hmm. uh dynamic there because you are dealing with two two separate government entities mm-hmm. so yeah that you're exactly right yeah. that becomes a really weird spot it it's very difficult and you know another thing that's difficult for me i know it, it involves the the highway 17 and the control and the city control the stoplights by the courthouse and by Mich- on the michigan jefferson they don't coordinate no matter what you do they don't coordinate oh no they don't that's that's definitely no they don't and that's going to slow your traffic down yeah. too yeah it does and if you could convince the city to do the the flashing light like they had for a period of time last year it improved traffic flow so much, and you didn't have near as much backup on Jefferson as you do now. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of people that agree with you on that. Yeah, <laughs> there's a ton of folks that agree with you on that. You know, because I, I lived in a t- city of over 200,000 people, and you could start at the river and go to the west side of the town, which was like three, four miles and if you did it within the traffic speed laws, right? And you 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 could go from the city to the end of the town and never stop at a red light, right? Now I realize that's not possible in this town because of the way that we're dynamic and with the highway in the middle of the city. Sure. But um, maybe there's better ways to handle the flow. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay. I appreciate yep. your giving me the opportunity to express myself. Thank you for the call. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Um, yeah, I think she made a lot of points everybody's going to agree with. We're nodding our heads in the booth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely better ways to control and monitor the flow of traffic through Plymouth, and that's what the Complete Streets Committee is working on so diligently. And, again, the, the project on Jefferson is a trial uh, to see what happens we're learning from it and honestly we're so grateful for being on the show with you guys today so we could hear from more sure. yeah. uh, Plymouth citizens about what they're experiencing because at the end of the day we want to design this in the best way possible for the safety of all the users now I want to get to some too I know uh, we've talked about this particular spot but you, complete streets is more than just this one study. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys have been working on this for years. I know there's a committee, all kinds of things. Uh, tell me a little bit about what you're working on as we move forward mm-hmm. after this. Yeah. So the the committee itself, you know, Angie and I both belong to nonprofits in there. Angie with the United Way and the Community Foundation. Myself with the Poor Handmaids out at Ancilla. Uh, but the committee is also composed of uh, streets head, city engineer, multiple council members. So everybody's at the table. And sure. I, that's one thing I did want to say that we are very blessed to have. It's not you, me, this, that, sure. whatever. It's everybody's there yep. considering all the things that people are saying. Um, so really the policy is a guideline for any new development. So the new Dollar General out uh, on Jefferson passed sure. there, or maybe it's not Jefferson when he gets to that point. That has to have sidewalks because of, well, because of zoning, but the complete streets policy. Sure. And unfortunately, you know, we didn't require it 
in previous development because it was a sidewalk to nowhere and then the next person <laughs> said well i don't want to put my sidewalk to and then all of a sudden you've got no sidewalks anywhere sure you know and that's that's the frustrating thing mm -hmm. but so we're going to try to take you know information from this and adapt into you know for next year a tactical urbanism project or projects somewhere else and try those meanwhile as the grant cycles are coming through as the federal and state dollars are for transportation stuff gets redone you know as the street department i've seen the street department out there working on all these little things that you may not see unless you're actually out there you know i, I bike my yeah. daughter to webster and there's this big gap in the concrete and that even just the little things of filling that uh you know patching that yeah um, they're working mm -hmm. on that and then you know they only have a limited budget for yeah. sidewalks and so it's a prioritization thing Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where is it going to go? And those are all conversations we're having. Mm -hmm. It's got to be a little more difficult in a community like this where you have industrial areas. I'm thinking uh, uh, mm -hmm. Kurt Garner had this talk with the council years ago about out by Del Monte. And it, should we have a walking path out there? Because people mm -hmm. will walk to work if they aren't going to get hit by a car. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a debate about that. Then let's also add in all the subdivisions right on the edge of town yep. or right inside the two mile or even closer what do you do with those? Because there's a lot of urban areas that I've lived in that don't have sidewalks that if I had, I would have walked mm -hmm. a lot of places. So the Marshall County Crossroads Trails and Transportation Committee um, has a countywide plan for trails and transportation. And it's a fantastic document um, that lists out all the different municipalities in, in Marshall County, Plymouth included. And it has that long-term vision that you're right. looking for, yeah. <laughs> um, where we are doing um, kind of remediation work, to be honest, from um, previous generations where sidewalks weren't put in. Um, wh where are those priority areas? Where right. are those pain points where if somebody wants to walk to work, how can we put in a trail to encourage that um, and to make it possible and make it safe. Um, and so Plymouth's um, long-term plan um, for trails and transportation um, incorporates a lot of that work, you know, sure. uh, putting in sidewalks where they aren't, um, putting in trails. Um, one of the potential projects is a trail down South Michigan Street to connect those um, uh, housing developments with Plymouth proper. Sure. Because right now, you know, my, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, they live in Eastwood Estates. And they they love riding their bikes, but they are also terrified to ride their bikes up South Michigan in order to get to River Park Square, which is so close to their mm -hmm. house. They want to be able to bike there and right. enjoy it. But yeah. it's like, you know. Uh, I just rode that way yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you, yeah. And you look at like the population, say there's 100 people maybe only 10 are going to feel comfortable riding on the side of that road. Sure. But to get to the next 10, you have to have some extra layer of safety. There's got to be bollards there. And to get to the next group, you got to have it completely separated. So we want it so that it's all the way to, eight, like we say, 8 to 80. If you're 8 years old, if you're 80 years old, if you're in a chair or not, you know, then everybody has that option, mm -hmm. you know, when they're able to. Mm -hmm. Got a caller. Caller, I'm going to warn you, they're going to be able to hear you fine, but if uh, they will not be able to respond to you so you can hear them unless you're listening uh, on your radio. Okay. So uh, if you can ask I'm a question. Listening. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, first thing is how are they, ma how are you measuring if anybody's using that on Jefferson? Because I, I travel Jefferson a lot. And I'd never see anybody using that. Okay. So, to me, 
I don't feel it's got a real big purpose. My thing is, I work out here on Oak Road, mm-hmm. and I see a lot of people walking to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With no sidewalks. Mm-hmm. So, by the time they get down through that grass, their feet's probably soaked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and not everybody has transportation, so they walk mm-hmm. to work. And, and Correct. Oak Road is is very busy. Um. So I think that's something that should be looked at. Mm-hmm. Very good, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't think, you know, maybe Jefferson, you know, is, would be good for some people, but I, don't, I just haven't seen anybody walk across there yet. Okay. And I do use that road a lot. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. wondering how is it measured? Oh. Is there a light, is there a camera there that's picking up the usage or what? Very good. Um, we'll ask them, and uh, if you can listen, they'll they'll answer your questions. Okay. All right. Thank all right. you. Thanks for the call. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Go ahead. I guess. Uh, how is it being measured? Yeah, that's the one thing we're trying to collect is uh, information and data from that. You know, the challenge is um, a lot of us are kind of volunteering on this project. Sure. So I sat and did a pedestrian count for an hour, and could do that, but to get a full count would you know take yeah. basically a part-time staffer sure or, you know i have to pick up my kids when kids would be crossing over there so i've only been able to sit out there a little bit um and then it just gets down to anecdotes you know she hasn't gone sure. a time that she saw someone i was at coffee lodge this morning and saw a kid it but you can't really get a full study out of that you know mm-hmm. and you don't can't put those strips across like they catch you know for sure. vehicles. yeah, yeah. Um, but that just gets back to the point of people have to first know that it's there then feel safe, then say, okay, now I'm going to go let Johnny go over to the coffee lodge, even and though he's not 13. Essentially, yeah, <laughs> no, he's yeah. not 13. <laughs> essentially speaking, though, that's why you want people to respond, positive or negative, because mm-hmm. you want to exactly. know who's using it. You want to know who doesn't yeah. doesn't think it's worth it, who, mm-hmm. who hates it, I mean, or mm-hmm. who loves it. I mean, you want that input. Because that's how you're gathering the information. And we do yes. have we do have a survey. It's on the uh, Crossroads Facebook page, and there also is a QR code on the bollard at the trail. Okay. And you could scan that with your smart smart smartphone and fill out the survey. Okay. For that, I don't know if Angie wanted to mention the Oak Road. Yeah, yeah um, to speak ahead. to the yeah. caller's other question, Oak Road is definitely a priority. Mm-hmm. We we're, we are well aware of the fact that, I mean, there's no sidewalks and a lot of people need to walk to work. And your caller was exactly right, especially for some of our low-income residents within Plymouth. A car is unaffordable um, or it's in the shop, you know, but you still got to get to work. Sure. So Oak Road is definitely a priority. Um, again, the difficulty being it costs a lot of money oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> to put in these sidewalks. Sure. So, you know, the, the the project on Jefferson Street right now is is kind of our it's it's almost like a low hanging fruit in some ways because no taxpayer dollars went into this project whatsoever. It was all volunteer led, community led. Sure. And and we are kind of living into this space. We're learning as we go so that we can kind of prepare for those bigger projects that are going to require a major investment like Oak Road. Sure. Because that's that's going to be some big bucks, um, either via the regular funding process, granting. I don't know what that would look like. But your caller is exactly right. I mean, how can we make those uh, routes to work easier, I mean, so that we can keep people employed? And, and the, the Oak Road is a good example, and even North Michigan Street, 
of what they're what they're starting to call a strode which is kind of like half street, half road. Right, so, yes. you know, like we want to go fast, but we also want to turn. So then you have to switch lanes. And it's just, it's just the traffic data just shows they're just not safe right. for drivers or pedestrians. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have four traffic lanes, depending on the vehicle count, an engineer could design what's called a road diet. So you could go from four to three, <clears throat> and you only have one lane in each direction, but the center lane is a turn either. Sure. So then you don't have the start, the stop, the do, do I swerve over to the right or the, before this left turn or turns, yeah. you know, the, the questions we all do when we're mm-hmm. trying to get somewhere. And then that frees up half a lane on either side. So then you could put the bikes and pedestrians over there, which is not only safer for them, but safer for drivers, you know, sure. Oak is, has a hard curb on that. Yeah. So, you know, somebody's walking down there and you're driving 40 miles an hour. It's just not you know, right. safe for anybody. No, I, I agree with you. And I, I got to agree with the caller. I can't tell you the number. The last oh. three times I've been down there yeah. uh, to go to the Dairy Queen, which probably didn't do my waistline any good. Um, the last three times I've been down there, I've seen people that are coming from Dollar General with groceries or whatever. They got mm-hmm. bags in both hands yeah. and they're walking down the side of the road. Yeah. Um, you've got residential down there now and a new one going in right. with people who are probably going to be a little bit lower income that are going to need to walk to work. So, you know, you got a lot of needs down there, but like you said, it's enormously expensive to put sidewalks in. And we do have the, you know, hopefully the Harrison street project would be coming online, which gets you from Oak all the way to Michigan. And then once you have that, then you can go north and south off of Oak off of that. Yeah, I've driven Harrison a lot, too, and that Mm -hmm. is extremely dangerous for cars, even, Mm -hmm. uh, especially at Michigan Street. Lived right at that corner. I can't tell you how many times the flashing lights were out there because we had a major accident. How many times I heard that, you know, and it Mm -hmm. just... Yeah, it's not good. Uh, now, some now I know they don't have the traffic through there that we do that through downtown here, but what they did in downtown Bremen, I think it's just absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got they've kind of rearranged the streets a little bit, and they've stuck those big planters out there and everything else. That is just gorgeous. I haven't been down there yet. I really oh, got to get gorgeous. down there. Oh, yeah, you fantastic. Do that. You would yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah, it's just beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they did a great job over there. Now, I don't know what kind of issues they have when the snow is flying and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, boy, mm-hmm. I mean, the rest of the time, it looks great. Well, and even uh, have you guys been to Goshen recently? Not in the last have, year. I have not. Last I was at year. the fair, so, but I didn't yeah. go downtown. <laughs> so they did They did bump out to downtown. But, again, before you spend buku bucks on concrete, they just put bollards out. Sure. And so they, in, they made those curb corners huge which slows you down so sure. that you turn yeah. properly and eliminates those right right turn sneaks and they did it all with plastic ballers so i have to imagine the cost was greatly less now i don't know what they do in the winter whether they take mm-hmm. those out for snow plows or what but that's another one where you could do temporary first mm-hmm. now unfortunately for us we also have to deal with the state because oh yeah the state, you yeah. Know, yeah so yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes it. it tricky that's the thing anything downtown in plymouth is going to be enormously difficult because mm-hmm. you're dealing with the that's a state road yep it's officially a state road whether they treat it like it's one of theirs or not <laughs> is another deal but yeah you have to have permission from the state to do anything downtown mm-hmm. wow i can't even imagine doing it's that. complicated oh, yeah. yeah yeah well that's, i always thought what they need to do is they need to make a swap and the city yeah. take Michigan and Laporte and, and sure. all that, yeah. Lake Avenue and all that, and we would just give the state Oak Road. 
and just well, say, okay, mm-hmm. this is this is the new 17, or maybe even Pioneer, and say, this mm-hmm. is the new 17, and, you know, just be done with it, you know. Yeah. The state is very good about giving stuff that's not in their interest to you, but <laughs> they're not real interested in taking Take anything it, yeah. back. Yeah. There you go. Sorry. Yeah. There you go. So, hey, here's 100000 bucks. Take that over. Oh, well, how about you guys? No, 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 <laughs> We're no, no, good. No. We're good. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you got it. Good for you guys. Good for you guys. Anyway, guys, thanks for coming in. Thank you so Appreciate much. it. I it's hope you got some, got some info that you can use and uh, – Let's make it clear to everybody out there, this is an experiment. It's mm-hmm. not set in stone. You just mm-hmm. want to gather information on what's going on there. Yep. So They'll be running through the month of October. Um, so there's a clear end date um, coming down the pike for it. Um, we're soliciting public input. We're here to listen. We really want to learn from this process. And I'm so appreciative for having us on today. And let's also add this. We'll have to go through the normal governmental process, even if some suggestion was made. So, mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Yes, yes. We, yeah. None of this. We aren't making stuff up. Like, I swear. We aren't. We don't have, like, like Legos. And we're like, let's do this and let's do that. Like, this is, like, you know, the slow-moving glacial process of committee work. And then we ran up past the Board of Public Works. And we ran up past the City Council. Like, we, we have put so much thought and intention into this. It's not something we just made up. Um, and, and we're really trying to learn through this process to get the input from the community so that we can design it um, with all users in mind. And if this comes up as a permanent proposal, it will have to go through the Board of Public Works and the City yes. Council and yep. everything else. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just going to happen overnight with nobody noticing that oh, it goodness, happened. No. Right? Nope, nope, nope. So you'll have, even if you haven't made your input now, which you should, uh, you will have the opportunity later. Mm-hmm. So, very exactly. good. Guys, thanks so much for coming in. Thank yeah. you for having Thank us. Not a problem at all. All right. Um, so, we need to take a break yeah. and come back and, yeah, we can just chat a few minutes and close sure. this down. But, uh, anyway, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Every week, The Conspiracy Show explores life's unexplained mysteries because there's more to this world than what we can see, hear, taste, touch, and smell. There are secrets and hidden agendas. Hi, this is Richard Serrett, host of The Conspiracy Show. Whether it's paranormal and supernatural phenomena, the UFO ET phenomenon, amazing conspiracies, remarkable mysteries, we'll talk about it all right here on The Conspiracy Show. Get your conspiracy fix every Sunday night here on WTCA at 10 p.m. If you want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Make the trip to Treats. When you wear quality name brand clothing, you'll see the good looks and feel the comfort and better fit right away. Hart Schaffner and Marks, Hager, Racket Club, and with Treats being a longtime family-owned and operated store, you know their personal service will be nothing short of first class. So if you're a fashion-conscious man, wherever you live in Michigan, it will be worth your time to make the trip to Treats. Do it this week. Treats Squire Shop is at the corner of Michigan and Washington in downtown Plymouth. My feel good radio station. WTCA. Your hometown radio. FM 106.1 and AM 1050. I love them.
Let your voice be heard. Give us a call now at 574-936-4096 for What's Your Opinion? Now, back to Kathy and Rusty. Actually, it's Uncle Doug Day today. Yeah. That was... Huh? Oh, Jim's here. Uh, He's here delivering stuff. All right. Somebody wrote us a letter. Uh, Oh, it's Monday News. Monday News. Yeah. And where did that come from, Jim? What do you think? So evidently, Kathy's feeling really good. Oh, wow. (laughs) She's... She typed all that up. Bless her heart. Yeah. At least her fingers are working. Yeah, I got two of them <laughs> last night too. So at at eleven thirty. So oh my uh, gosh. yeah, yeah. She's obviously not feeling terrible yeah. at this point. Well, so the pain meds are still yeah, working. Yeah. Anybody that uh, was worried about Kathy, oh, you probably my. don't have as much worry as you thought. So uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, oh man, what else you got? I got, I got. Oh, I tell you. Well, this, uh, this, I was telling you earlier, I said, this, uh, this was the, my anniversary week of, oh, yeah. I was sick a year ago oh. and it's just hard to believe that a year has gone by. But, uh, I, uh, I told, uh, I told a lady at church yesterday, I said, there was, she was talking to another gal and I kind of walked up and, and I said, do you know what this, this week is? And she said, what's that? And I said, it's my anniversary week. And she looked at me funny, and I said, this was when I got sick. And she says, oh, yeah. Yeah. And the two ladies that were there that I, I didn't have a clue who they were, but uh, they uh, they said, oh, yeah, we heard a bunch of you people out here got sick. And I said, oh, yeah, I was one of them. And uh, and my friend Pam there, she says, you know, I just, I just told God he couldn't have him yet. <laughs> I said, wow. Yeah. I said, I don't have that kind of hair on my chest in order to tell God this or that, you <laughs> know. But yeah. I'm guessing God's reaction was probably, don't worry, I'm not ready I'm for not ready for him yet. either. I'm not ready for that yet. We got some preparation to do before that happens. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. We're, well, we uh, started uh, practice for the Max and Cucky Singers Christmas Oh, that's even Christmas better. Shows. Yeah. yeah. We started practice that about... Uh, what three weeks ago or so? Yeah, cool. something like that. So yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to be able to get together and and uh, go out and do that again this year. So that'll be like the first uh, well the tail in November first week of December. Though we don't know shows and so yeah. It's good to know that tradition's going to keep going on. Oh, I mean, that's yeah. been for years yeah. and years and years. Well, and, COVID knocked the snot yeah. out of that. And, you ain't kidding. Uh, yeah. So yeah. But uh, it's kind of nice that, uh, and it's just kind of nice to get back to, to singing with everybody. Again. Sure, you know we've got a couple new people that came in this year, and so yeah, that's good. So yeah. So now, do you know are they planning a show for the spring? I'm sure they probably are. Um, we just uh, uh, we we selected our spring director. Okay. Uh, Tom Boys is doing the oh, Christmas good. one, yeah. and then Tony Hutchinson that he teaches at OD. Yes. Uh, Tony is going to be the spring director. Cool. And um, <laughs> that was hilarious. He writes his his little spiel, you know. Um, and uh, Becky Litke read it to us the other night, and uh, and he used some words that were like, "Okay, uh, yeah, okay." So we after she got all done, and everybody kind of quit laughing, and I said, "Okay, if we promise to vote you in, will you promise to use those big words again?" <laughs> Like, oh my gosh, I didn't know what any of those meant. <laughs> you know, I grew up in West Township. You, you know, yeah, we didn't use words like that. Don't, don't sell yourself short. Come on. Oh my word. Uh, yeah, that was that was hilarious. It's kind of like, 
My gosh. Uh, you could yeah, it's anywho, but yeah. Um, one quick thing that somebody said, and, and you know, this is a pet peeve more than, a, you know, talking mm-hmm. directly to the street thing. The mm-hmm. U-turns. <laughs> oh, oh, U-turns on Michigan? I'm going to stop that. <laughs> that is my, I'm going to stop that. I there can't. is actually, you know, I haven't noticed this. It shows you how oblivious I am to reality around me. So there's an overhead stop sign that says no U-turn. Mm-hmm. And I... You know, and there was a guy who used to sit in that chair too, Jim Coonsey, who absolute that was he would get livid about that. Yeah. Just that, you know, and it goes on every day. Michigan People Street, in Michigan Street. It's, oh, it's, there's a spot over there. I'm yeah. going. Whoop! I'm yep. going into it. It's against the law yes. to do that. There is a double is. yellow. Now, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's against the law to do that. But you know, now if you want to do it over on Center Street, and you can do that, or one of the other side streets, you know. I'm fine. Yeah, I don't care. You know, yeah. there's, there's not the traffic over there. Sure. But you know, you're going to hold up traffic, so you can do a UE there on Michigan. Yeah. I'm. I am going. I'm. Yeah. Gonna, yeah but I am yeah. going to do this. I'm going to get me a big air horn <laughs> to put on my Honda. <laughs> and when somebody does that, I'm going to blast them. You know. And if I put them through the front window of a store, <laughs> it, it, it may happen. I. I don't know. I'm going to scare the kajibis out of them. I said, you know what? I, you know, See, I just remember as a kid, oh. there was the same deal with parking downtown. It was It's not changed that much over yeah. the years. It's yeah. pretty much the same. I remember my mom going around the block for 10 minutes just waiting oh, for yeah. somebody to, yeah. to leave a spot. And then, yeah. you know, there was no Yui. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> just go just around you, the block. You I wait mean, for it or go park in one of the lots. There's plenty of them down sure. there. Sure. There's all kinds of parking downtown. And get a walk-in. Yeah. And you could use the exercise anyway. That's yeah. like when I go to Walmart. People walk out of Walmart, and I hear them say, well, i got to go looking for my car. I don't remember where I parked. And I go, you know how I fix that? I said, I park in row 8 every yeah. time I go to Walmart. Yeah. They go, what? I go, yeah, I park in row 8 every time I go to Walmart, and yep. I park way out. Yep. And so that helped me get a few steps in. Yeah. <laughs> I get, I get, I don't worry about getting up close anymore. Yeah, I used yep. to think, oh, i got to get as close as I can. Now, I, I don't, I'm just going to park away, because it. It's, it kills two birds with one stone. Yeah. Keeps yeah. me away from the front door of that place longer. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Let's me get and my And hopefully steps some in. yang yang won't bang their doors into you when you're parked <laughs> way out there. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of Walmart. Yep. It's too many people for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I park away from them. At I least get too. my steps in. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're in agreement on the U-turn mm-hmm. thing too. One hundred percent sure of that. Yep. Well, I've got to go find me a U-turn, and, uh, an air horn, and find somebody <laughs> put it in for me. And uh, boy, I tell you what, there, I, there was a comedian back in the day had a great bit. He said every driver with a license should be issued a uh, a little uh, uh, dart gun mm-hmm. with little darts that had a flag on them said stupid yeah <laughs> and every time somebody did something stupid in shoot front of car. you reach out the car and shoot them on the trunk yeah and, there you and, go. They, and once somebody had x number of stupid signs on their trunk they got a ticket automatically yeah there so you go. that was i thought that was a good i thought thing. about a paintball gun but you know it's, 
<laughs> Somebody might, be, might get a little irate, you know, you hit their car with a paintball gun. A little more damaging. But, oh, uh, my. Anyway, well, we've killed another two hours. Yeah, I don't know did. I didn't. I didn't kill the tomato plants yet. There you go. That's a good deal. <laughs> yeah. well, how tall are they now? Are they a couple inches, probably? Yeah, they're about right there. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah, I think gracious. it's probably yeah. almost three inches. Wow, yeah. Um, yeah, they haven't died yet, so yeah. hopefully I'll have cool. tomatoes soon. Yeah. Did you well, use, not soon. But. Did you use any of your hand sanitizer yet? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't use it this morning when you came in because I thought you'd turn around and leave. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been using it. That's nasty stuff. I, oh. I like it. Oh, I can't. Oh, it's like gag a maggot. Oh, good Lord. I like it. Oh, that's just. Ooh. I got to admit, I use it in here after everybody's gone, so yeah, that, yeah so go. that I don't offend anyone. But I, I'll spray it on my yeah, hands. Yeah, well, too. for for those of you that are wondering, I gave Rusty a whole well, it was almost a whole gallon of hand sanitizer, a gallon jug behind you. Yeah, and I cannot. It was a spray stuff, liquid <laughs> spray stuff, you know, and it does a really good job. Because it came from Indiana whiskey, but yes, you know, it did. I cannot stand to smell that stuff, and it's just kind of like, oh lord! I said I got to get rid of this, and he said he liked it, so I just gave it to him. We should <laughs> so, tell folks it doesn't smell yeah. like whiskey. No, it doesn't. I don't know what it smells like, but it doesn't. <laughs> so it doesn't encourage me to drink it. So, but it it it, it I like it. It works. Oh well. my word! That yeah. stuff's just awful. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Yep, I, I yep, like yep. it a lot. Yep, yep, yep. There we go. We got birthdays today. Yes, we do. Hang Whoa, on. Somebody I'm, had a birthday. I'm contractually obligated to uh, bring the. Why didn't you? St- Come on, I gave you the cue. That's better. There we go. Uh, contractually obligated to bring the Beatles in, to which people a happy birthday. Okay, I had to look at this for a second. I it threw me for a loop. But if you hear your name, we're going to put you in the birthday hat. You're going to be eligible. For four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe, also free small drink from the Coffee Lodge. Uh, and this threw me because there's two names on here, but I understand why now. Judy and Janet Newberg. Oh. So, Judy and Janet, you are entered in the hat. That is, uh, assuming they're twins, there are a couple of yeah, sets of twins that we. Yeah, I, don't, I can't remember. I now. think so. So, yeah, Judy good. and Janet, you are uh, entered in the uh, drawing on Friday. You're gonna to have to fight over who gets the cupcakes and who gets the the coffee. Well, they get they get yeah they get four cupcakes. I'll tell you what yeah, yeah. they do yeah they I guess you can split those. them. Yeah, you can split them. Split but then you know take your two cupcakes go to let us or go to the uh, coffee lodge and get get a couple of cups of coffee get, to get go an extra it. cup. Yeah, split it. That works. <laughs> so uh, happy birthday to you guys and then also Lena Carlton happy birthday to you that those are both belated that is from yesterday. And the Newbergs are from Saturday, so happy uh, birthday to you guys. And make sure you're tuned in on Friday when we have our drawing. Uh, now it's time for anniversaries, and if you have an anniversary this month, get it to us. We'll wish you a happy anniversary. You'll be eligible for 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. This is a belated anniversary. This is from... What day? The... Okay, this would be Sunday. 1010 is what it says. Okay, Bill and Laura Stutzman, happy belated anniversary to you. You're eligible for 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Fever Home. Make sure you're tuned in at the end of the month when we have our drawing for that prize. Now it's time for training post. You can buy sell trade giveaway for and four days for free. Sunday, Mr. Neil Johnson, William Sunday, Hammy Sale. This is over, so I don't need to mention it. 
Nothing was, to sell. Was, no, nothing to sell. But hopefully they sold it all because it said everything must go. Oh, wow. So uh, hopefully wow. they got rid of it all. There you go. Uh, if you have something you want to uh, sell, trade, buy, we had people looking for turnips the other day. Mm-hmm. If anybody had turnips. so I had beets. Well, I had beets. That's almost. Beets? <laughs> it's almost the same thing. Almost but not quite. the same thing. <laughs> Well, like beets are beets. red, turnips are white. I like beets. I, yep, yep. I do. I got a bunch of them I grew at the shop there, and I, I got to pull them out of the ground this week. I have to pull them out. So if you want some, stop by. <laughs> I might have to do that. Yeah. I kind of like. Um, I've never grown them before. I, so I don't know. See, I was on a diet years ago that required you eat beets. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I'm not in. And I had them. They're, they're not bad. I like pickled beets. Yeah, yeah pickled, pickled beets, beets are yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was amazed. Regular beets, yeah, you can have those, but you know. But, it's amazing the things you learn you like just by trying it. Mm-hmm. It's yep. just amazing. Yep. Uh, anyway, thank you for coming in. Yeah, appreciate it's always fun. It. And uh, we'll talk to you again next month. All right. As far as we are concerned, here tomorrow we have a guest. It's going to be Kevin Overmeyer is going to be my co-host, and Mandy Campbell from oh. the. Uh, County Council will be with us. We'll be talking about that meeting that's going on right now. That, that's a, uh, a county council and a commissioner at the same thing. Exactly. You might have to separate them. Uh, <laughs> we may have to do that. Because uh, uh, one handles the purse strings that the other spins. Yep. So uh, that, that might be an interesting conversation. But uh, that'll be tomorrow. Um, what else? Yeah, that's tomorrow. That's enough. That's enough for you to deal with in one that's second. Right. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Tune in again at 9 tomorrow, and we will be back. WTCA Plymouth. My favorite station. I don't know what I'd do without them. FM 106.1 and AM 1050.